<laughs> I got you, man. All right, it's it's live now. Okay, I I, I gotta introduce you, man. So, whew. all right, today I have back again. Change Focus. Um, if you don't know him, he has a website at changefocus.com, and um, he has amazing articles on there. And um, he also runs a Twitter account at Change Focus Three. So be sure to check him out if you want enlightening information. Welcome, Chris. Thank you very much. That was a very, very pleasant welcome. <laughs> Some of it inaccurate. <laughs> I have to hype up my guests, man. You have to. Yeah, it's not always true, but you have to hype them up. I get it. <laughs> okay. Salesman. Let me see. Um, let me let me see. I, I've been wanting to ask you a few questions. Um, mm -hmm. I've been stalking you a little bit, so just trying you're not to... the first. You're not the first person, Andy. Okay. You're, only, you're only human, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Last time we talked, um, you seemed like um, just kind of very practical with your, um, I guess, just with your uh, perspective on like, um, how do I word this? Okay, do you believe in enlightenment? Uh, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, I'm. Um, I think I've told you before. I'm probably. It's hard to explain, but compared to most people on Twitter, <laughs> I'm probably, I'm probably very far removed from that um, spiritual kind of outlook. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. So you seem to like. I don't want to have the wrong impression. That's why I'm asking you. But sure. It's you seem. Um, just you, to have a more mundane perspective. I do. I'm not. I'm not blown away by all the. Um, and this isn't a conscious choice. It's just how I feel inside. You know, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you anything about uh, crystals. About you know different healing modalities. I couldn't tell you anything. I'm very, very, very um, original. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say down to earth because it sounds egotistical, but I really am not really. Yeah. I don't know. You see people with <clears throat> the whole house or the room is covered with like draped in, you know, rugs oh, and yeah. spiritual kind of. It's just not me. I'm a very, very, what I would say is a very normal person. Yeah. Very normal person, but um, very self aware. That's all, that's all I would say. Why, why do you think that is? Why do you think you're like this? Uh, what like self-aware? Do you mean or just this way, just this balance? Just what? The balance, you mean? Hmm. Oh, 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 I meant like, why are you like? Why do you think you're um just you don't have the drapes, you don't have the crystals? Oh, right. <laughs> I'm just I'm a very very normal because the thing is, uh -huh. I I'm a human being and we are human beings and I think a lot yeah. of us on this path get we forget we're human and we put so much pressure on ourselves to be a certain way and well, I must be spiritual. I must do this. I must perform a certain way. And I'm not buying into it all. You know, I just, and like I said, it's not a conscious choice. It's just how I genuinely feel in my body. Uh, I want to be human. I want to have a laugh with people. I want to be a silly goose. You know, I don't want to be serious about life really ever. I'm never really that serious apart from when I share tweets and don't get me wrong. I can't, of course I'm serious, but yeah. I'm just, I like to be, I'm an easy kind of, free spirit you know easy going i like to have a joke 
Um, I'm just very, very normal. Yeah, and I just prefer it that way. You need to come down to Florida, man. We need to hang out sometimes. <laughs> we will. We will. I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, I, I do normal things. Like, I'm not this yeah. super duper spirit. I drink beer. You know, I go out. I get mindless sometimes. I have loads of. I just act silly. But at the same time, I have this side to me, which is incredibly deep. You know, incredibly aware in certain ways, and I guess I don't reveal it in my everyday life to people because I'm a human being and I want to relate to people on a personal level. Yeah. So, do you have this other side of you that is all Zen and like just all like higher consciousness and stuff that you dwell in? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, all the time. I'm always in. I'm always in this spot where I'm always observing my thoughts and. Try, you know, I'm always aware of what I'm doing when I'm speaking to people. But even when I'm having a joke with them and I laugh, I'm still aware I'm doing it and I know. But yeah, I just like to mix it up. I can't, I just can't be serious. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I think a lot of people try to be spiritual. That's the problem. It's a fashion. Wow. I think it is. so. That's my opinion. It's almost cult-like behavior, you know, and it's like, just be yourself. Like, if my soul's telling me to be silly and have a joke and not take things so serious i've got to go with that i've got to follow what i'm feeling yeah that's what i do so how much is this um i guess spiritual or um this higher self path um how much of that path has to do with healing you know healing your pain healing your trauma oh god like 95 percent of it yeah wow. or 90 percent. yeah i'm all i'm i'm never i'll never stop healing i don't think many people do yeah you know, if they're on the if they're if they're properly on the healing path, yeah, it never ends. In my opinion, it just never. Yeah, ends. yeah. I mean, there's always perspectives, and there's always things yeah. we're here. You know, we're here to um, shed and shed and peel that onion. Um, mm -hmm. But do you think that um, before this life, that you know, like um, there was a part of us, or higher self, or whatever? that decided to come here and we are, you can call it reincarnation or whatever, and, yeah. and just to carry on or just kind of choose some of um, the baggage or energy or just the trauma that, as silly as that sounds. No, um, I get you. I get you. you. I, again, it's a side of me what I'm not really, really in the rabbit hole of, you know? I've thought about it before. I don't get lost in all this kind of what happened in the past life and, you know, I know people talk about it a lot in my opinion no i think you've got some what you're saying i think there's an element of truth there it just seems just mm -hmm. seems too much to be i don't know it's just it can't be all a guess game and I, I believe that yeah i do believe we choose um choose to live a certain life and choose to heal certain things and i, I believe that and this is just my opinion by the way i'm not saying it's right or wrong yeah i don't have any faith or anything like that but i believe that um, we've not been here, we've been here more than once in the human body, you know, I believe that um, if, if we've messed up, you know, um, so bad, I believe we've got to right them wrongs and that's why we have a lot of pain in our current life. That's what I, that's what I believe in. Gotcha. Mm, something feels deeper for me that um, I've had a pretty challenging life, you know. I'm not, I'm not playing the world's smallest violin here, you know. I'm trying to get people feeling sorry for me. I've had a really challenging life, like most people have, but it just seems deeper for me. It just seems I've got this gut feeling, this inner feeling inside me, thinking 
God, this is deep. This doesn't it doesn't belong in this life. It just this is payback, you know? That's what I think it is. Some kind of payback. Wow. Karma, you know, some kind of karma. So you do believe in karma? I do, hundred percent, yeah. Wow. I, think, I do. No, I do I think what goes around comes around. Um, very generic saying, but I do believe. I do believe in that, yeah. Wow. I don't think I've been a good person in my past life, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being truthful, man. I think I fucked up massively. Damn. Well, I've caused a lot of pain. I've caused a lot of hurt. You know, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I take responsibility for it. I do believe that. But I don't dwell on it. I don't think about it. I don't get upset about it. I don't get lost in it. You know, I just think, all right, I've probably been here before and I've caused a lot of pain. So now it's, it's coming back to bite me on the ass. So how much do you think about um, the past or present? Like, um, I'm sure that like me, you stay in the present really often. And, um, um, you know, like it, and I'm pretty sure both of us probably has gone away from needing to constantly engage in thinking. Um, yeah. But when, or just whenever during the day, do you think, how often do you think and do you find a need for that? Or how does that work for you, just thinking? Or pondering uh, the past or future? Oh, the past, right, okay. Uh, yeah, just if, I mean, I'm, again, I'm a human being, so it, yeah. your, thoughts are, your thoughts are never, ever going to go. Yeah. Um, I was having this conversation with someone the other day, actually. It's quite funny you mentioned this, but I don't, um, I've had this weird shift, like, the last... I said the last four or five months, this profound shift. I don't know what's caused it. Ooh. But I don't really think of anything, what I've done in the past, like anything. And I mean, I'll give you an example. So if I went to if I went to an event uh, yesterday, right, or I went to meet you, for example, yesterday. Yeah. And this sounds absolutely weird, but I'm just I'm just shooting from the hip, I'm being honest. Yeah. If I do something it's instantly gone. I don't think about it. I move on. It's just weird. I can't explain how it, I don't think of, if I went to this monumental event, I went to a concert, I went to spend time with you or whoever and someone of value, I, I, I do it. I'm in the moment with them. I leave and I forget about it. <laughs> it sounds almost cold, but it's how, <laughs> it's how I operate. And I think, and I've thought about it and I thought, why don't I even think about it? Like, don't get me wrong. If there's an amazing time, I will reminisce yeah. over that you know and ponder a little bit but it's a conscious choice it doesn't even enter my consciousness it doesn't enter my thoughts it just comes in like things just come and go that's the easiest way to explain it wow and this yeah. has been and this has been a shift that's really occurred in the past four months you said yeah four or five months yeah okay just, so go ahead no i just remember like one day thinking um, some, I think, I think, like one of my family members asked me about something. Like, did you go to see so and so? You went to see that, didn't you? And I was like, uh, yeah. And like, you never talked about it. I said, oh no, I haven't. And I just remembered. I thought, no, I haven't, because it's not a big deal. Like, and the way I, I've I've stopped and thought about it, and I think it's a case of, I just did a tweet about it before, actually, a couple of hours ago. I don't cling to the, I, nothing's exciting really anymore. Don't get me wrong, I'm human. I do get excited about some certain things, but nothing really grips me where I'm like yeah, super, cool. super excited. You know, things are just good, and and the good times just go. They come and go, and I don't, I don't ever cling to like that was super awesome. I, I want to think about that forever. I don't know. It's just weird. I can't put it into words. I'm probably the worst person to even try and explain it, but <laughs> I know what I mean anyway. 
Come on, man. You have a blog, man. You got. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> yeah, well, I should write about you. <laughs> I, um, I, I can totally relate, though. Um, well, I think I can. Um, mm. but I'm because, like, like I said, I, I went from overthinking to, to in 2016. This one night, I had this realization of like presence, and like I don't know, it just cut through all my thought streams, and mm. and you know, I experienced this like because ah. you know the before that it was just always thought loop after thought loop negative thoughts yeah. after negative thoughts imagery after imagery and of just very negative things so yeah. but yeah i think but like damn it's been it's 2019 now so it's been three years for me of just you know just being really in, in the present um minus oh, sure. m- minus this uh six seven months of just completely going to a pothead phase but like other than that like mm. it's it's just i can't relate to when i uh before 2016 when i was you know just um a thinking carnal human you know like I, it just and, and like i'm like falling i'm sure we're both are just falling deeper and deeper into that that type of lifestyle and just that type of um that consciousness, you know, it, it yeah, kind of yeah. marinates or something like the consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's happening for me, like getting back to the beginning of what the, the, the chat with Robin, but it's happening, but I'm still human with it and I'm still yeah. the same person. I've still got a very, you know, a personality behind it all. So I'm yeah. not lost in this spiritual kind of, um, I'm not, I'm not too deep in it. It's happening, but it's happening while I'm continuing with life, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because I'm very human too. You know, I go on my life. My parents don't know any of this is happening. Um, <laughs> so, I know what you mean. Huh? I know what you mean. Dude, it's, it's kind of funny. Like, my parents always asking me what I what I do and, like, why did I drop out of school? And I'm just like, um, I have a podcast on, like, kind of, like, psychological stuff and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> they they won't understand. Yeah, nah, not yet, man. But no. honestly, my mom though, she's, gosh, she's she's come such a long way. My my family is a mess, but like, and she used to be just really uh, just strict Asian type mom. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't really have any parents growing up, so she's always in this really strict. She's always yelling at me, and like, she's always really stern. But like, yeah. lately, she's been she took a vacation to China, uh, and like, I don't know what happened, but she came back like so much more loose but um you might be having an impact on it without realizing it i okay i do because, well but only because i um i realize i can't change her right like i can't just go mm-hmm. and change her right but yeah. um i've always been leaving breadcrumbs for everybody like all the people i love i just kind of kind of um like they think about or, or like their comfort zone or their like just the zone of thoughts or their medium mm-hmm you know, zone of thinking is at a certain level, right? And I always try to throw in like a breadcrumb or something that's maybe half a level above or something, something that they can kind of reach at, you know, like yeah, yeah. Kind of understand, but you know, like, I don't know if that's actually doing any good or, you know, if I just let go and just ignore them or like just ignore, just trying to help them that if they will grow at yeah. a certain pace. So I don't know, I don't know, but I'm just surrendering and, um, they're they're growing beautifully. Well, that's that's good to hear. But the more, like you said, you can't force anyone to change. It's got to come from within them. But yeah. the more the more 
you make these transitions and these shifts and these phases, whatever you want to call it, awakening, yeah. they'll they subconsciously will pick up on that. You know, my family have done exactly the same. You just come across differently, and uh, I can't really describe it. But your vibe changes, your energy changes, people, your demeanor just you're just a different person, and they pick up on it. And they're not consciously aware. They're not going to turn around to you and say, "Andy, you're really spiritual and self-aware now." Can you know? They're not going to say that to you. <laughs> But um, they'll pick up, you know, subconsciously, you're different. You've got a different vibe, a different feel about you. Wow. And people gravitate towards that, you know? Wow. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm re actually really curious about this effect. Like, I've never, I've thought about it briefly, but I've never really got to um, really think about this. But, like, what do you think, you know, people think, like, our close, uh, our close, our loved ones like think about us or you know like my parents think about me like what what do you think their perspective of seeing just somebody shift from normal into like this present oh god i mean i can only speak i can't speak for you but i can speak for me obviously yeah but, exactly uh, oh my god i'm just a different person than i was six months ago like i'm just changing every few my mum, my my mum struggles. She can't keep up, you know. And yeah. we've had log, we we're very very similar in a lot of ways. And we we you know we're at loggerheads a lot. And we were. I still struggle with her very very deeply. There's a lot of wounds there with my mum. But um, yeah, they just like I said to you, they just pick up like you're different. And I found with mine, certainly the last year, I've had an incredible shift. I feel like I've changed ten times in the last year, and like. They just respect me so much more. And I'm not after respect, really. But they just value what I'm saying. And they, they listen to me. And they ask me for advice on a lot of things. And again, I've not been... Um, it's not something I've, I've attempted to seek. They just they just gravitate. They just pull towards you, you know? They notice the change. Wow. You mm. think um, maybe energetically or just on a deeper level that they can... Feel it? I think it, I think subconsciously, and I think yeah, yeah. I think energetically, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think they just they just know there's change. Just the way you're answering, just the way you're talking, just your in everyday conversation. You know the way you talk, the words you use, your mindset. You know your perception on things, like your awareness on situations. That's the big thing for me. When they're talking about someone, and they'll ask me something about advice, or and I'll just say something completely different to them. What's a whole lot deeper? And they'd never thought of that. And they're thinking, oh, what's this guy talking about? And then they gravitate towards it. They're like, yeah, that's, that makes sense. You know, that kind of thing. And it just starts from there. But it's like a newfound respect. They have this newfound respect for you. Wow. That is extremely interesting to me. But your mum will be doing the same thing, probably. But what? You know, you're saying she, yeah. When you said your mum's coming around a bit more and she's, she's changing a little bit more, it's yeah. probably got a lot to do with you. Yeah. I think a lot of it um, happened when... Um, a while back, um, even though I'm very present, uh, and when I'm very present, you know, like a lot of uh, inner emotions and, and triggers, they kind of get unwired and you, you start healing these things because you're not feeding them anymore. But with that being said, um, I was still getting triggered by certain things that my mom or dad was saying. And, you know, I would just kind of lose my presence and uh, go in yeah. like a 10 second burst of anger or something. But um, mm -hmm. I've, I've noticed, I, so a few months ago, I noticed this and I decided to, um, to treat this very sacredly, treat my uh, triggers very sacredly in terms of, okay, 
I know that I don't really have that much triggering energy left or like just, I know that sounds crazy, but um, I don't know. I just, I probably didn't go through as, Trump, as much trauma as like most people um, because I've discovered healing very early. But for whatever reason, I had a sense that, okay, I don't have that many, just these huge emotional triggers left. And I'm only getting triggered by the same things. And it's always mm. with my parents. And so yeah. at that moment, I decided to be really present, really, really present when um, those events happen. And th these triggering events are always happening at a predictable pattern almost. Like you expect life to just hit, like push those triggers, push those buttons. And mm. when they came, I just continue to be present and let it flow through me instead of making that energetic decision to to explode and add more energy yeah. into that trigger, right? But anyways, I took that seriously and it only it only took me a week, uh, just because of you know where I am with my presence, whatever. Um I was able to kind of just I haven't been triggered for like a long time now. Um and or like a few months, but you know, like there were just so many situations that were gonna trigger me. But long story short, um, once I stopped getting triggered by things, by the things my mom was saying, you know, some really just BS stuff, you know, yeah, and or just my dad saying some really BS stuff about my mom, yeah, and, you know, just stuff that like you know, as a normal human being, you should probably get angry about. I feel like in a sense, but I don't know. I just had this deeper recognition that okay i need to work through this energy i don't care how fucked up what he said is about my mom i i just cannot sacrifice this inner peace and feed into this inner energy um so i once i made that shift um i don't know i i don't know what happened but um just the situations with my parents that were kind of before you know we were just kind of butting heads in you know my parents wanted to be right about me um, dropping out of school, like my parents wanted to be, you know, we always arguing about like, oh, I'm such a, I made the wrong decision to drop out of school and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, mm -hmm. and I felt unfair. I felt triggered because I got so many amazing things, so many amazing opportunities that have, that are coming up that I'm taking. And this wasn't just some unintelligent, lazy plan to drop out of school. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it's hard, it was hard for me to not get triggered because, because, I had logic kind of backing up the reason I got triggered, but I realized, yo, like either way, just don't get triggered. But anyways, once I did that, it was like those issues just completely went away. Um, and like my parents just kind of have way more respect for me and like things are just mm. actually accelerating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah because they're seeing, it, they're seeing it in action, aren't they? Yeah. It's, it's been really crazy, but I just, really believe that our family is the, the family that we chose, no matter how fucked up they are. Like we, we kind of, in a sense, chose that, chose it to be I, that. Way. I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. It just feels <laughs> deeper, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh -huh. it just feels deeper, just feels so, so deep with mine. And, and like you said, it's not just a case of they're annoying or I'm getting triggered it. It just it just seems it's been lifetimes of it. <laughs> you know. Like I'm being serious. It just feels like this hasn't been it in these thirty six years. You know, this is this is a these are lifetimes of of, of shit inside me. Because yeah. no matter how much I work through certain things, they just certain certain triggers just don't just not reducing, you know, and that's okay. 
I'm fine with that. But other ones are, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was reading a blog of yours, and um, you were talking about how some parts of you, um, you feel like maybe you can't fully um, heal, in a sense. Some part of you that's yeah. just kind of imperfect. Yeah. And there's um, like healing power to just being okay with that. Can you just kind of talk about that a little bit? If I'm kind of being correct here about what yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're gonna get you you're gonna go through life where you're at the you know you're triggered yeah. on the surface by things, but obviously at the at the core. The, the the root cause and the core of what's triggering you is yeah. is nothing to do with the surface layer. You know, it goes deeper than that, as we know. So it might be rejection, abandonment, lack of self love. You know, fill in the blank. We all know what it is. But yeah, some triggers are so deep and so and and some wounds, sorry, are so deep and so raw. Uh, and I can I'm I'm speaking from experience. Everything I write about, by the way, is based on experience. So it's not like I'm just reading something off the internet. You know, it's it's my life. Yeah, and and yeah, they just don't seem to reduce. Um, but at the same time, we're we're so horrible to ourselves. Human beings are not nice people to them. To themselves, they're not. They can be nice to very to other people, but we're so horrible to ourselves. And it's just realizing that you know, like you may never ever ever heal a certain wound if it's that deep, and it has been going for lifetimes. But it's just being okay with that. You know, and allowing that and just not trying to fight it and trying to put pressure on yourself to heal. Because in my experience, the more I put pressure on myself to heal, it just gets worse. It just gets worse. So I just accept that, all right, this isn't going yet, but that's okay. And um, yeah, just life just seems to feel better. You've got a better energetic flow in your body. And you're giving up, you know, you're giving up trying and forcing something what's not quite ready to change. And that's okay. You know, people, again, you read on social media, on Twitter, whatever, and it's like, you yeah. know, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, and we must do this. And well, yeah, let's try and heal, of course, but let's just, like, if we, if, if it's not going anywhere, like, let's be okay with that. Yeah. Why can't, why can't we be okay with that? You know, mm -hmm. Do you life. feel like, yeah, do you feel like there's a, um glorification of the healing process at all? What like, do you mean? Like, um, there's like, hmm, an, an, an attachment to a healing process. Do you think that's a thing? Yeah, I mean, I think we can get swept up in it. You know, I can get, I think we can think we're healed and we're not. We've not even touched the surface, you know, in a lot of ways. I think people, and I don't mean this disrespectfully because I'm, I was, definitely singing from this hymn sheet you know like two years ago but i think we can read something we can watch something we can hear advice from other people on twitter or whoever and we can compare to them subconsciously and we can we think we're healed you know we we do something once and go i'm done i'm i'm healed yeah you're not healed you're not healed you know you're far <laughs> from healed. um but it's just yeah i think you're right no i think there is some kind of glorification that you know we, we've got to heal you know, this is what you do to heal. And I'm, I'm just being brutally honest. There's some wounds you're just never going to heal. You know, yeah. never, never. And I'm just speaking from experience. And it's not sound pessimistic or to give up. I'm probably, I'm a half, you know, full glass me. I'm quite oh. optimistic in life. Um, but 
this is somewhat feels so deep and it, you know it might take 30 years to heal it might do but it may never ever go I'm speaking to a couple of people one particular who's similar to me in a lot of ways and they were saying to me you know I thought I was healed in a certain area but I wasn't and and you know you may not have been triggered for three years in one situation but you go in a different situation you realize that wound's still there but it's, it's just been reminded to you in a different situation completely but the core of the wound is still the same the wound's still there you know okay. just a different trigger yeah yeah well i hear a lot of people talk about how they have you know like a lot of traumas and they have a lot of um you know, they're just constantly overwhelmed. And I just feel like you can get past, or I, I don't know these people individually, um, but I just feel like you can get to a place where you are just not um, constantly just being bombarded by all these um, demons that are coming up, like these these like emotional bombs that are constantly coming up. Mm. Like <sighs> kind of hard though, isn't it? Right. I mean, it's like very easy to say. And, but when you, when you're in it, you get lost in it sometimes. And, you know, we all get lost in what we're feeling. Um, I think it's just a case of just, again, it's just accept. I think acceptance is one of the biggest lessons we can ever learn. And, we, and again, I don't think we ever get to the bottom of it, of full acceptance. I just don't. Um, but if we can accept we feel shit and we're struggling with our emotions, yeah. you just, you're not immediately the pressure reduces, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. If you accept it, yeah, for sure. You know, but it's hard getting to that point. <laughs> you know, for most people, imagine saying to someone, I know you feel terrible and you're crying your eyes out and you yeah. feel like you can't look at this because it's triggering you, but just do it and just be okay. Just learn to be okay with that. Like they'd be like, what are you at your mind? But <laughs> You can do that with perseverance and practice. You can get to that point where you're actually you're actually okay with what you're feeling. You don't like it. You don't have to like it, and you certainly don't love it. But you can be okay with it, and you can accept it. You know, yeah. even to the point where you you, as <laughs> psychopathic as it sounds, you actually try and trigger yourself in certain ways, or you you know something's going to bother you, and you just jump into the fire. That's yeah. when you're really making progress when you do that. <laughs> true, it's true. You know, when people say, oh, I can't look at that, I can't watch that, or I can't listen to that song, it reminds me of so-and-so. When you're the one who's saying, fuck that, I'm going to put it on. And I'm going to listen to that song 10 times in a row. In fact, I'm going to listen to it for five hours straight until I cry my eyes out, until I've got no more tears. That is true progress. Damn. That's courageous. And that's healing. That is healing. Damn, man. Mm. You got to do it, but it takes it takes courage and it takes facing your pain, not running in the opposite direction of it. Yeah, that's true healing. Wow, that's that's crazy. But um, I just wanted to add to what you said about um, accepting your emotions and just just yeah. Um, January, um, I was going through a breakup, and you know, like this somebody I love deeply, and then just a lot of things were going on, and um. So around that time, I discovered the concept of feeling your emotions fully. And yeah. that's something that I just want to share to people that um, it took away a lot of the pain. Like I remember when 
at the moment the news broke of something terrible that happened and you know something that is like really devastating and right. that moment i remember that moment i could feel my heart this explosion of pain and but in that same explosion of pain i recognized the need to feel it fully instead of running away and just kind of tensing up and in that same exact moment it was like this i don't know what happened it was just i accepted it right and it just it exploded and then it kind of just released and yeah. and that would not come if you don't accept your feelings fully and one second and it's just like it's we always try to choose to run away the second we feel pain the second we, we feel emotion uh-huh uh -huh. yeah, yeah we do no i agree with you right yeah and we just try to run and it's really that's the opposite way we need to do and what we really just first do if you can't just stay present with it just feel those feelings fully which is really scary for the first what like five ten seconds but it gets a little bit better or a lot yeah, it does it does ease but we're, we're conditioned you know we're human beings we're conditioned we've got an ego and our ego's there ultimately to protect us and a lot of people forget that you know an ego covers many many aspects it's got many many layers and many um pros about it many cons People think when you talk about an ego, it just means, you know, he or she's egotistical. They love themselves. Yeah, it does mean that, but it goes deeper. There's more to the ego than we think. And one of the main factors of the ego, if you read about it in depth, is it's there to protect you. And we, that's why it's here. And, it, and, and we, unfortunately for us, we fall back on that. And we, yeah. we grow up with the ego and as a protection method. It's just a little bit too much. We've, we've held its hand too much. So that's why when we face pain and we feel pain, we run away from it because the ego just like quick, quick run. So we turn away, you know, we turn away in the opposite direction when really, like you said, the best way and, and the only way, let's be real, the only way to heal and get through and, and find comfort, if that's the right word, find comfort in what you're going through is, is sort of facing it head on, you know, and allowing it to come forward, kind of welcoming it really with open arms. Um, but again, it, it was just so conditioned and there's not many people. When I say not many people, I mean a small percentage of the population of planet Earth. You can't do that. There's only a small percentage you can do it. I think there's a lack of awareness of it. I think uh, if we taught this in school, if more teachings of uh, just mental conscious health <laughs> is yeah. out there, I, and you know, we learn this stuff at a young age, and, yeah. and no, you know, I agree with you. Completely agree. Right? I right. completely agree with people. you. It will save people so much headache. Completely agree. Oh. But no, we don't know, do we? There's no awareness out there, like you said. You know, there's nothing there. There's no there's no guide. There's no I don't know, people just aren't self aware enough, you know. Yeah, for sure. So what is this book you're writing? Because it's gonna contribute to um the conscious consciousness of the mass <laughs> yeah well it's a slow it's a slow burner let's put it that way and just finding the time to do it but it is about it's about emotional healing from start to finish it's a it's a it's a step-by-step walkthrough that's what i would call it a step-by-step -step walk like what's the beginning you know like what what are we talking about here well just about like the the opening bit is really um, I've only done the opening really is is the background of your pain you know and it's talking about why your pain's there 
I'm just going through literally step by step why your pain's there, where it's come from, you know, how you've accumulated it, why you're clinging onto it, why you don't want to face it. And then I have basically, I'm, I'm working towards a step-by-step guide or a walkthrough, practice, if you will, um, how to um, clear your clutter, you know, rid yourself from, from your emotional pain inside. It's tried and tested for me. Um, you know, I've not thought of it all myself. I've, I've studied, I've watched stuff over the years, I've read stuff, but I've put my own twist on it as well. And it works for me and it's working for other people who have contacted me. Um, so I thought it's about time I share it really and see if people can, um, can get to the bottom and, and just try and release some of the pain. And how many people contact you? Um, you know? I mean, I don't know, like the last six months probably. Not that, not that many, maybe like 20 or something. It's not wow. that many. Is that a lot? I don't think it's a lot, is it? No, 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 no. I'm just... <laughs> um, 20? I mean, you, ha- you have a lot of following, so I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, like, they just... Yeah, they just asked me. They just, if I've tweeted, they were like, you know, how'd you do that? And I've took my time to do it. You know, it could take me half an hour to 30 minutes to write out a reply. And in the end, I just saved it. I actually saved it on my phone. Um, and then I knew I was getting the same question. I just did a copy and paste and was like, this yeah. is what I do. So you do reply? Put in. So you do reply? Oh, yeah, I reply to my, unless it's like a spam one, yeah. You know, but no, I do, um, I reply to everybody, yeah. But um, that's why I want to put something in, 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 a, in a guide, like a walkthrough, you know, like a step-by-step guide where people don't have to think that much and don't, it will help them. I'm not saying it's the holy grail, you know, but it might help people. It helps me and it helps other people. Yeah. I mean, just, just go ahead. It's understanding it. It's under, It's not just, I mean, it's easy to write a step. I could write a step-by-step guide out in an hour, you know, two hours and say, this is what you do, but you need to understand. I think you do like the background of it, why it's there. How did it happen? You know, the reason you've lived your life so far and what you've thought of, that's why it's there. Like, your, your, your adulthood, you know, your childhood, your teenage years, your adulthood, it's, it's all just a big story. It's all, you know, a combination of everything. Your parents, how they treated you, just goes into, it goes into quite deep detail as to why we're the way we are and, it, you know, accepting that. So it, it makes people, if you understand why you're the way you are, believe me, you will be able to follow the practice a lot easier. Because if you didn't understand it, and I'll just give you a 10-step program to do, I guarantee you wouldn't be able to do it. You wouldn't be able to get deep enough inside yourself to clear the um, the blocks, the energy blocks. But if you understand it and you read it a couple of times, I don't know something. This shift happens where things come to your consciousness as part of healing. So triggers and old memories will come from you being a four year old or a five year old, um, and they start coming to your consciousness quite literally. Thoughts will come that I could ask you something now. If you ask me something about when you were five, can you remember this? I couldn't remember anything. But when you're in a, a healing phase and you, you're practicing it, things come to your consciousness, like, out of the blue. And you remember memories of being rejected or abandoned, you know, or certain specific situations. And that is what prompts the um, the purging, if you will, you know, wow. the and able to discharge what's inside you, you know, and start clearing the clutter. Wow. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that book, man. Um, well, I'm not sure when it's going to be out. So, uh, well, I say, I say out like I'm a, 
you know, Barnes and Noble or something. I'm not. But I just mean like, hey, maybe I'm gonna. No, I'm just gonna. I'm doing. I'm doing it for. I'm just doing a, like a, a little basic ebook. You know, there's nothing gonna be fancy about it. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna write it. Yeah. You know, and share it with people. So yeah, have you? Do you ever... want to read it? They want to read it. If you don't, that's fine. Have you ever thought about coaching at all? Just helping people through that. Uh, I have, but I don't know if I'd be. I'm not from the right person for it. I'm not really qualified. Wow. I'm not qualified. I just share. Um, yeah, a few people have, have told me, you know, have you ever thought of getting it? I wouldn't know where to start, I'll be honest. I wouldn't know where to start. I mean, could I? Yeah, I could do. But it's kind of hard to do it over the phone. You can, I suppose you can, but yeah, yeah. maybe. Maybe one day, but um, I don't know. I guess you'll feel when yeah. you want to do yeah. it, right? Yeah, so do you dive into the subconscious mind at all when it comes to healing or anything like that? You know, just kind of looking at, because, uh, you know, our our subconscious mind is basically like our software programming. We have sure. so much computer, we're literally like computers in a sense, because like 99% yeah. of the things that we do um, is kind of habitual and just on the loop and we're doing the same things every day and um we yeah. learned all this back in like we were what like five or six and all the traumas sure. so how much of that do you do like just what's well, part of the healing process so it will always be you'll think back you'll go back and back and like self-inquiry as part of healing is going back questioning yourself why do you believe a certain thing and you if you spend the right amount of time it will go back to childhood 99.9 percent .9 of the time and like you said, you realize, oh shit, I'm conditioned in this way because of X, Y, and Z. I remember why I felt this way. I remember a certain specific situation. And you realize you just held that and clung onto it for dear life for decades. In most yeah. people's cases, they've gone through a kid, through teenage years, and then they've taken it into adulthood. Um, in terms of dealing with specifically with a subconscious mind, I don't, again, I don't know a lot about it. All I tend to do is, if I'm being completely honest and frank with you, all I do is um, I'm very, very wary. I'm aware that how we are consciously, i.e. now when we're awake, is yeah. a reflection of what's going on subconsciously. That's what I think. I've got no, yeah. you know, I've got no proof or scientific evidence to back that up, but I just believe what's going on underneath you when you're asleep, uh, what you're taking in, because you're taking in so much more every minute, aren't you, subconsciously than you are consciously. I think it's yeah. like, I can't remember the stats, but so it's important to, yeah, what you're absorbing. It's important what you're watching. Um, it's important who you're surrounding yourself with. It's important what you're listening to and reading, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm aware that I don't watch news. You know, I don't read newspapers. I don't read magazines. I don't read media stuff. I, I'm very, very wary of what I watch before I go to bed, you know, in terms of violence um stuff like that i'm not anal about it but i am very very aware of it i'm aware what i talk about before i go to bed i'm aware what i listen to and it's made a huge difference to me because when you're sleeping that's when you're marinating in your thoughts your subconscious <laughs> mind starts going so um the last thing i do before bed is i always think of something positive i reflect on my day i take out what's been good i never ever think about what's bad i never think about you know, this is going on in my life. Or I never watch the news and listen to death and, you know, crimes and stuff like that. Because you're marinating in it, aren't you? You're sleeping in that. You're bathing in it overnight. Wow. So, yeah, I'm conscious. The last hour before bed, I'm very, very conscious what I absorb. Wow. Yeah. 
that's very interesting. I think that's something that more people can, uh, you know, do become more aware of yourself mm. and become more aware of what you're putting in your brain and, and what you're aware of during the day. And then also just, um, I know some people who are more, you know, conscious and whatever they, uh, when they wake up or when they, before bed, like you, um, there's of this, uh, practice of being either conscious or being positive. You know? Yeah, it's not like I try to do it either. It's just a routine I've kind of got myself into, like a habit, if you will. Um, you know, we got into a habit absorbing all this, so why can't we get into a habit of just not not absorbing it? And I don't, I'm not, like I said, I'm not consciously where I'm doing it. I just I just form this kind of routine, this system. What well, what does it, you know, like my parents will watch, will watch the 10 o'clock news and then they go to bed. You know, that to me is batshit crazy. <laughs> I mean, why, why the fuck would you do that? You know, like, it's nuts. But how many people do it, though? What's the first thing when you're having breakfast in the morning? What's the first thing what people do? They put the news on. Damn. You know, it's absolutely crazy. It's ludicrous. It's, it's mental. And for me, it's like you start your day off like that. <laughs> you're hearing about <laughs> shootings and murders and rapes. And it's yeah. like, what, you want to start your day off like that? But they go, it doesn't affect me. That's what my parents say. Oh, it doesn't affect me like you think it does. I said, no, you're not aware how it affects you. That's the difference. Exactly. You don't know the imprint is having on you. That's why it's, there's a bit of a difference why you're always in a shitty mood and I'm not in a shitty mood, right? I mean, it's not just down to that we've had bad days. It's down to what you're taking and, and you're absorbing. You know, if it's not watching the news, it's reading the paper. <clears throat> if it's not reading the paper, it's bitching about somebody or moaning about the life or, you know, it's just always something. So I just detract myself away from it. If I go into the room and the news is on, I just step back out of it. I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, and, I'm in my own bubble. <laughs> I'm yeah. happy in my bubble, though. Yeah. And so, in the morning, when you first wake, do you go on your phone or what do you do? Because, like, yeah, I, I'm human. Oh, yeah, of course I do. Of course yeah. I do. Oh, man. So, there's no morning kind of conscious routine for you? Um, well, the morning, yeah, immediately, I always. I always smile at my mind and see what it's going to bring to the surface because it likes to moan in the morning sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> it likes to, it like it does. It's been resting overnight, so it likes to just remind you it's there, and it likes to throw something at you and think what well, you've got to worry about for the day. Um, and I just smile at it. I just let it do its thing, and I lie with it for five minutes and just think, okay, have I really got to worry about this? No, I have. Yeah, I don't need to worry about this. I just <laughs> let it do its thing, and then it calms down, and then yeah, I pick up my phone. Like I said, I'm just very human. I just get on with life. But I just avoid the news. Um, I don't socialise or liaise with people in the morning who will neg me out. I stay away from shit like that. I stay away from news. I stay away from papers. I stay away from... Yeah, I'm just in my own bubble. I really am. Just in my own reality. <laughs> I am. I admit it. And people say that to me. Like some of my friends and family say, you're not normal. You know, you're not with the current affairs and you need to know this. I'm like, I don't need to know it. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, in a, I'm in a better mood than them, you know, and it's not to compare, but I am. And then they wonder why I'm so happy and so present, and yeah, you know, that's funny because I'm. I think anyone who's conscious um, like that are usually in somewhat of a bubble. I, I'm pretty young, so I I have a more probably of a social side sometimes, but like, damn, like I'm already feeling old just with my. You're you're so so blessed, Andy. That you you know you what you're nineteen. I just turned twenty. All right, twenty. So you're all right. Okay, so yeah, you're like a pup. You know, you're like you're, you're a little pup. You're a puppy dog. You know, 
Uh, I'm a road dog. I've been there a bit, and people yeah. like Zon. Yeah. Well, he's like a, well, he's he's an age dog. You know, <laughs> he's been here a long time. But you're like fresh on the journey, and you're blessed to to have been steered and directed to to wake up at like whatever age you did. I mean, I can't. I only <laughs> wish I was. You know. Yeah. I was like 32, something like that. So, mm, well, how long you know. was that? Pardon? How long was that ago? Like, you're 36. Oh, I'm, well, I'm 36 next week. So, oh, next week. Yeah, man. Are yeah. You gonna be in the states to celebrate? I am. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Florida. The states. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's too hot. Oh, no, dude. I don't know where I'll be. I might go to. Um, I might stay here where I am. Probably not. Okay. Or I might go over to... Uh, I like New England quite a lot. I might go over there. <laughs> I do. I've got some good people over That's there. That's funny, man. Uh, <laughs> they look after me. They look after this British boy, you know? That's really funny. That's yeah. kind of ironic. <laughs> Why? Oh, New England, yeah. <laughs> yeah. New people. England. Yeah, good people. <laughs> they can look after me. They can spoil me for the weekend. I deserve it. Oh, man. Is yeah, it similar? Um, the, to- the towns and the city names... Oh, that's it. Yeah, the town and city names are absolute replica. You know, they have literally copied a lot of the cities and towns in England. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I just get. I like the East Coast. I quite like it. Yeah, I, I can notice, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do quite like it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but you're like I say, you're blessed. You you've entered this journey young, and um, you know, only some of us wish we could have sort of changed, make changes at like twenty years old. So you've been gifted. You've been gifted. You're blessed. Yeah. I mean, it just, my thing with that, I mean, I'm just, I just feel like, damn, when I tried to coach people and help people, um, it's like, damn, a part of me felt like, I don't know if I've, um, see, like my philosophy, um, in my experience in my life is that all, all pain is in trauma can be healed. But like, I got my start in subconscious mind. Like, I got my start with um, miracle coaches. So they they work they work with um, Dr. Joe Vitale. I don't know if you heard of him, but he's he's no. like he's he's a law of, law of attraction guy. And, All right. But, but his thing, and you you talk about this in, in one of your blog posts about how um, I think our your our beliefs that dictate a lot of what we attract. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so he has his miracles coaching where it's just just about going to our subconscious mind, clearing our uh, garden. It's, right. uh, you know, like, you know, it's full of, probably full of weeds and full of whatever, pests or, or whatever. And yeah. so I spent, since the age of, um, what, 14, just just using these clearing tools, these really powerful neurological techniques and tools to just really go back and go into my subconscious mind and just go back to those really dark memories and just doing a lot of constant work on it. And that has completely transformed me. And At 14 years old, you did this? Yes, uh, 10th grade. Wow. So how did you hear about that? Okay. Okay. Let me, okay. <laughs> I'm, inter- I'm interviewing you now. <laughs> Thank you. I would, I would love to talk about this. <laughs> I mean, because so, that, that, that is a ridiculously young age to be, you know, steered yeah. towards a law of attraction unless someone's told you about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. If if we have time, I'll take you back a little further because I don't get time to talk about myself. Okay. But um, 
Well, I'm, I honestly don't share my story as much just because I don't know. You should do. You, you should do because you could change people's lives. Okay. Well, here's kind of a, a version of it. So when I was like my whole life, ever since I – so I was born in New York, but um, I was raised in China. Uh, I was sent to China since I was two months old. And um, right. I grew up in China, but, you know, I was treated really well because I'm this American boy in China. And um, so I, I was treated like a king. But the second I landed on the United States of America – everything changed and the second i met my mom it was like hey she said hey like this is different you're in america now things are going to be tough so my whole life was just early on was just really dark and tough and lonely and toxic and um everything sucked i sucked i was shy i i like i don't know everything sucked and everything was toxic and depressing and i was getting bullied and then um, I remember what well, was like sixth grade summer or something. I started to discover Google. I just, I, I, at first I thought Google was only for looking up, I don't know, very academic stuff. But then one day I got curious and I typed in how to be popular in middle school or how to be hot, how to be handsome, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's my first taste of power. That's my first taste of Oh my gosh! There's advice like yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Crazy. so let me foreshadow or whatever. Just spoilers alert. Those WikiHow tips they don't really work. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. So that led to me in seventh grade, um, just being so desperate. I looked up kind of how to make your wishes come true type stuff. You know, like that type of wow. stuff. I was just so desperate because at the time, this is this is a part. But this is a detail that really kind of changed my path. I had this deep, deep, deep desire to be popular in school. Like I would, I will sacrifice anything to be cool, to be the coolest kid in school. I don't know why I made that decision and I just wanted it. I don't care what it took, but right. that led me to having this intense, intense, intense desire at such a young age. And so, but that also led me to realize because of the internet that there is amazing material there's amazing self-help material out there so um i discovered the law of attraction but the very kind of primal the very uh confused version of the law of attraction and so that was my life for a while from seventh grade to ninth grade it was just just confusing law of attraction stuff me trying to make this law of attraction stuff work for like three years and nothing working um, and then I discovered, um, Joe Vitale's work and, um, I brought one of his programs and I, I did this online program and then these people called me and it was his people, it was miracles, miracles coaching. Um, and they were telling me how amazing it is, whatever. And, and it sounded amazing and it was amazing, but I couldn't afford it cause it's thousands of dollars. And you know, my parents, my parents are strict Asian people who don't even know about the internet and right. so who thinks the internet is bs but for whatever reason my mom well i convinced my mom that it was for basketball like so right. and so yep. anyway she signed up for it i was like 14 all the coaches were, were like what the fuck why are you you know and but yeah that was my start that was my start Jeez. of this 
yeah, that was my start of this journey of um, I, I was at the time for the first year of coaching. You can ask any of my coaches at the time. I, all I would talk about is how to be popular, how to be popular. And they were always trying to tell me, well, Andy, you got to set yourself first. Uh, but the, I was like, no, you don't understand. I need to be popular. So I was spending like thousands of dollars working on my subconscious mind, trying to, to end up being popular. <laughs> right. Like you're, you're, it sounds like you had a low self-esteem, but that's low self-esteem. Something prompted you. Yeah. To look yeah. into that. And it's actually been a blessing in disguise. You know, that low yeah. self-esteem is, is changing. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then I started to just uh, undo a lot of programming. And then um, one day this crazy thing happened. At, and then, like, I stopped wanting to be popular, which is, like, a huge shift in my life. But then um, I started to fall in love with girls and stuff and just having very – very devastating things happened to me. Oh yeah, and, and that's when I met this one coach. Her name is Shelly Shelly Lefko, and I encourage anyone who has two hundred dollars or something. I know this sounds like a lot, um, but as a 15, 16 year old kid, I was willing to pay for her service. That's how amazing her service is. She's right. her Morty and Shelly Lefko. Morty passed away, but they. They are specialized in in trauma, PTSD, and just like all subconscious mind programming, and just to undo it. Um, and they're really amazing at it. And I had all these traumas and all these deep down, just things. And I went to her, and in one or two sessions, she completely changed my internal beliefs and internal interpretations, and all these root memories were gone. And like, it was just so liberating and so that's why i believe in the power of this subconscious these subconscious tools like just going into yeah. your mind and I yeah agree. so yeah man so that's a you, well it's a cool story like i said to you you've been sent on this this journey for a reason and you've you know something's prompted you within so young to to from going from a low self-esteem trying to look into remedying you know trying to be better because of your self-esteem has actually led you towards this path it's unbelievable you right? can't write it, can you? You can't write it, though, can you, this kind of stuff? You can't what? You can't write it, can you? You, know, <laughs> you can't You can't plan for this kind of stuff. And that's why I'm a firm believer in destiny's mapped out for us in a certain way. You know, yeah. you've maybe come here to spread your message, you know, changing it 14 to 15 or whatever. And, yeah. you know, you can help a lot of people. Yeah, like definitely. Um I just always remember at a young age, I had to write down everything. I was like, every time I figure out a solution, I would ask myself, okay, how did I figure this out? Because one day I kind of want to teach it. So I don't know. I just didn't really think about it. But then now here I am. You're there. Yeah. Really, yeah. And every time I will fall asleep, every time I kind of got off that path, I will get my heart broken. And then you'll see heartbreaking Andy just going through life, just, just like really motivated doing really well and then I fall fall in love again and then get my heart broken. Okay, I'll fall in love, get lazy, get my heart broken. Yeah, it's part of life. <laughs> but you know what though? And I'm gonna throw a curveball there, but it's so good getting your heart broken. It's the best thing for you. Yeah. yeah we need yeah. it. We need it. We need to get our heart broken multiple times. Dude, that's hard to hear, man. Now, it's hard to hear, but it's true. Yeah, man. We need to yeah. do it. We need to do it. It's the only way we're gonna grow and we need <laughs> to be shattered yeah and my heart i think you talk about this too but my heart chakra like that's the first time the last one was the first time that i felt this insane 
feeling deep feeling in my heart yeah like, i've never felt this way before and then and after that i i just i now have this uh insane ability to express my emotions and express exactly my exactly man because the more times your heart's been broken the more you are to open and to receive in love like your heart just expands you know, you're healing. Every time it's breaking, it's healing and it's growing and it's expanding and you're welcoming love and you see love everywhere more and it's just, it's beautiful. So, yeah, it goes against the grey, but my advice is get your heart broken. And believe you me, what, you're, 20, <laughs> you're 20 years old? Yeah. It's going to be broken a few more times, brother. I'll be Damn, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take Damn, right man. You're, tw you're 20 years old, you're a pup, but it's going to be broken probably another three times. You know, Damn. but you I, need I, it. You need it, man. I thought like I was for sure the next one's gonna be, be the last. It might be. Hey, it might be. I might be talking. <laughs> that way else, I don't know, but right. I don't know the way it is nowadays, and the way you are because you're so aware at your age and things like that. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it takes a while to try to find and meet the meet the one. You know, they're yeah. few and far between. Oh yeah. Oh, of course, because we're 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 kind of the exception, aren't we? We're different. Okay, look, do you think, I just feel like anybody can get to this point. Like, I really think that if anyone just just kind of had that drive and just, look, if we can kind of implant our brain and our experience uh -huh. inside another soul's brain, I, I just feel like they can get to the point we are. Can. Right? Everyone can do. Everyone can do. Yeah, we're all the same. Everyone's capable of doing it. No one's better than the other, but um, they've got to have that, I don't know, whatever it is, it's your higher self or that inner pull, that prod. Um, I don't know, you've got to be open. I think you've got to be open to receiving that kind of nudge. And a lot of people are so lost in their ego mind. <sighs> so, just so it's not their problem, you know. I'm not like I said, I'm not dissing them, I'm not you know, calling them out. It's just, it's just how it is. They're just lost asleep. And I said, these people like us on this journey, and people on Twitter on this journey. We're so, so rare and we're blessed. You know, we've been chosen or whatever. I don't know. We've chosen it ourselves. I don't know what the word is, but uh, yeah. but everyone's capable. Everybody's capable. All right. Y'all heard it. Everyone's capable. So, <laughs> hey, all right, Chris. to you, man. Yeah, man. Um, I know you got to go. You got to. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to rock. But listen, it's been a pleasure. Anytime. Thanks for having mm -hmm. me on. Thank you, man. I hope you enjoy uh, wherever you are. I don't want to give up very much, but enjoy the humidity. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> and um, and I heard um, there's some great places in Florida as well. So yeah, all right. Yeah, Will, you're desperate, aren't you? I will. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if I go down to the south, um, maybe I'll get a quick domestic flight over, <laughs> and we'll hang out. All right, let's do it. Take. Do you drink beer? Um. Not legally, but illegally. Okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, man. Take care, man. See you, man. See you, dude. Bye. Bye.